I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Evil's all around. It's coming from the right and the left. Trust that I will see glory above. Oh, your banner of love lies over me. Between the river and the ravens, I'm fed. Between the belly and the blazes, I'm dead. So, Father, give me faith. Hello, welcome, and shalom to Between the River and the Ravens. Shalom, everyone. We are so happy to see you here today. Today is Thursday, August 18th. I had to look. I always do. And I would just like to quickly say welcome to Ren 1010 and welcome Brother Lee and Catherine. So glad you made it back just in time. Hope you had a good afternoon, good productive afternoon. It's been busy for everyone lately. Um, everything feels like it's speeding up and so much going on everywhere. Uh, the first thing we'd like to do is I would like to uh, say a quick prayer and uh, lift several people in our heart of, the, heart of the tribe family and family that are sick right now. Um, Shell is still under the weather and not feeling great at all. And I know Chris and Melissa's, uh, one of their children, their daughter has been sick. My daughter and her family has been sick. Um, and anyone else that's in, that's watching or in our heart of the tribe, uh, family and our telegram groups, I would just like to say a quick prayer and, and lift everyone up. So if you would just, uh, Pray with me. Father Yahweh, we come humbly before you. We come on our knees and in complete awe of you and your, your wonderful creation and everything that you provide for us. And we just want to praise you and thank you, first of all, for everything that you provide for all of us, because it is wonderful. And we'd also like to raise our friends and family, uh, Shell and Chris and Melissa's daughter, my daughter uh, and her family and everyone else watching and their families, uh, anyone that is sick under the weather or battling um, any kind of health issue. We're just raising them up to you and, and bringing a petition before you for complete healing, for resolution of these symptoms for all of them to be comforted and wrapped under your wings of protection, to have shalom and just for everything to be resolved and return to a state of health. In your precious son's name, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. Amen. Okay. Just wanted to get that done. Um, Oh, and also Catherine, I know she had been under the weather as well. So included in my prayer, everyone. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about taking the Father's name in vain. Yeah, we hope that you have been able to watch our other programs. We've been going on a journey of how mm -hmm. we got to this path. 
what we've faced, some of the challenges, and we hope that you have been able to tune in. Sometimes this one, I can say we're probably all guilty of, but it does get overlooked, taking the name in vain. And there's not just one way to do that. We we want to share some some different ways that maybe you aren't realizing that could still be causing this issue, um, just so that you're aware of it. You know, it's like I said, easily overlooked at times. And we, of course, want to make sure that we're speaking the truth, hoping that your eyes and ears are open like ours once were. So thankful that ours are and that we're still learning daily uh, on how to walk this path correctly. We are. We're learning every day. And this is, you know, from what we have discovered diving into scripture and through prayer and uh, taking our time to really try to understand the the deeper meaning, not just the the meaning you get when you scratch the surface. You know, we want to get in there to the meat of it and uh, what exactly is Yahweh trying to say to us now that when you get on the narrow path, that's that's what happens. You really want to understand the roots, the, the depth of it. So let's get that up and take a look at it. Taking the Father's name in vain. What does that mean? Well, it means a lot. <laughs> and it's so important not to do that. Yes. So first I wanted to look at the Hebrew because I've, I've discovered when you're digging into these scriptures, it's important to understand what the word is, what the word means, right? So in Strong's Concordance, H7723, vain uh, is shav from the same as the root word of H722 in the sense of desolating evil as destructive, literally ruin, or morally, especially guile, figuratively, idolatry, as false, subjectively, uselessness, as deception, objective, objectively, also adverbally, in vain, false, falsely, lie, lying, vain, and vanity. Wow, that encompasses a lot, and we wanted to dig into scripture with that as well, looking at taking the taking Yahweh's name in vain. So we're going to start with a verse out of Deuteronomy 5:11. Our commandment. Yes, we all know this one. You should you shall not take the name of Yahweh Eloheka in vain, for Yahweh will not hold him guiltless that takes his name in vain. Mm-hmm. As we dig into this subject, we find there are multiple meanings to the commandment of not taking Yahweh's name in vain. Growing up in Christianity, we were taught that the commandment was about cursing, speaking profanity, also using God or Lord as an exclamation when something goes wrong or we get hurt. We should not use his name in a frivolous or vulgar manner. If we are to be the temple of Yahuwah to dwell within us, we should not pollute it with profanity. There is no if, ands, or buts about it, what Yahuwah thinks about vulgar talk. Romans 3, 13 through 14. Their throat is an open sepulcher. 
With their tongues they have used deceit. The poison of asps is of their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. So this is my part <laughs> in my past, as I'm sure a lot out there. I had a PhD in cursing as I grew up uh, from a child uh, to teenager. Uh, it made me feel cool and helped me fit in to speak profanely and curse with my friends. It was a cool thing to do. Everyone did that. It was a bonding experience. Kids bond through that for some reason. It's a rite of passage, so we thought, and a reason, and the reason is sickening to me now. It really is, looking back, because I know it means you belong to the world with those words in your mouth. They are not the words of Yahweh. You are in the adversary's camp when you are trying to be popular or cool. We see it on TV every day, um, on every channel, and in sh every show. Uh, now it's just not the movie channels, it's even commercials. All profane cuss words and foul language are now shoved down our throats, even on the shows that are intended for children and young adults. Our children are being desensitized to this vulgar behavior and their minds are spoiled, being spoiled. That's why I know you hear us say so many times you have to guard your eyes and your ears. You have to Guard those for your children also, not just hand them a tablet or hand them the remote and tell them to go watch TV. You must know what they're watching and what they're listening to. Shalom, Euphrasia. We're so glad to see you. Yes, be ye holy for I am holy. That's exactly what we mean. Fear and trembling. Yes. So uh, we meant to say we are reading from the Sefer, uh, the Et Sefer uh, Millennial. Or actually, this is just the Et Sefer. Right. So James 126, if any man among you seem to be observant and bridles not his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this man's observance is in vain. Ephesians 429, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. So what we say, we are responsible for those words and who, how the other people that hear them, you know, it's not just about us not speaking those words. When we speak them in front of our children or to other people, that opens a door for them as well to use those same words. It's all about being an example and the power that words have speaking those Ooh. words into existence. You really don't know what you could be causing to happen to someone else or yourself even down the line. So you really have to guard what you speak and make sure that it is of Yah. Mm -hmm. Good and holy, like Euphrasia, Euphrasia says, mm -hmm. be holy for I am holy. So it matters. And I added in, um, do you want to do these? These yeah, go sure. in line also with the cursing and speaking vulgar. Psalms 34, 13, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking guile. Psalms 39, 1, I said, I will take heed to my ways that I sin not with my tongue. I will guard my mouth with a bridle 
while the wicked is before me. Proverbs 4, 24. Put away from you a froward mouth and perverse lips put far from you. Mm-hmm. Colossians 3, 8. But now ye also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Matthew 15, 18 through 19. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, and blasphemies. 19's on the next page. I added it. Oh, okay. So as you can see, you know, the power of these words. Mm -hmm. And when we speak these, it's coming from the heart. So what does our heart really say? You can judge that by how someone speaks. Like in that that top, the Psalms 34, 13, uh, and keep keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking guile. That guile was in the Hebrew definition of vain. Mm. Isn't that interesting um, that we see that there? There's there's layers to the word of vain and taking his name in vain. And as we see here, like you just read, it makes us have a black heart, right? Like you were saying, and we're speaking it from our heart. So to me, I see like a heart full of black coffee grounds or something. It's just falling apart and gross, you know, when we speak those words. Uh, And it's so easy. I think it's the adversary's favorite way to make you trip every day. And literally you could just trip over something and out it just pops out of your mouth. You know, you've got to be so very careful. Uh, and, And isn't that controlling your your flesh? Isn't that being in self-control to be able to control the words that come out of your mouth, even under extreme conditions like stubbing your toe? <laughs> you know, and anger, wrath, and malice, whether your heart feels that way and you're expressing it through your words or you're just starting off expressing that through your words, it's going to turn your heart to feel that same way. So it's so important what we speak and to remember the power those words have. Amen. Making a declaration or swearing by the name of Yahweh with no intention on keeping the promise. So what do I mean by that? Um, We'll get into that. In Leviticus 19.12, And ye shall not swear seven oaths by my name falsely, neither shall you profane the name of your Elohim, I am Yahweh. You shall not swear seven oaths by my name falsely. So swearing an an oath falsely. Hmm. Most of us at one time or another have done just that. We swore to God concerning an issue, concerning an oath, or to give credence to what we were saying or doing uh, that it was the truth. You know, oh, I swear it's the truth. You know, you would say, I swear to God. We swore in his name if we ever had to go to court to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. But did we always keep those oaths? Were we always being truthful or with the intention of completing the task? We see in the news played out in the political arena, so many people swearing on a Bible as they take 
oaths, oaths of office. And we know how much water that actually holds, like none. <laughs> it's like trying to gather it in a colander. It's just running out the bottom. And it's no big deal to them either to speak those words, yet never intend to keep them nor be truthful after swearing in. I don't know if any of you ever watched in your past uh, or even now. Uh, I don't watch them anymore, but I used to watch all kinds of court proceedings and, uh, you know, the celebrities with their different court proceedings that are shoved down our throats on every single channel. I don't watch them anymore. We don't even have cable, but there was a time when I used to, and you always see them when they get up to testify, put their hand on the Bible and swear to tell the truth and then get up there and just lie like ridiculously. Um, it happens in murder trials. It happens in all kinds of trials. Uh, people take the, they're taking that oath and they're not, they're not telling the truth or they're saying, I promise I'm going to pay you back. I promise I'm going to give you this and then not do it or give an oath of, I will do this work or I will do that work and then not doing it. That is a false oath, right? They say whatever they need to say to help them. Tickle your ears and to get, you know, get past that situation for right now. I said I would do it. Boom, that should end, you know. Ren 1010, absolutely. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Okay, let's go then. Oaths are to be sworn to Yahweh's name because to swear by anything else is to commit adultery. In an oath, we are calling upon something greater than ourselves to keep us true to our word. It should also be his name and not a title such as God or Lord. While we are to avoid taking up or swearing by the name for no good purpose, that doesn't mean to avoid the divine name altogether. The name yod heh vav -Heh, changed to Lord in most translations, appears some 7,000 times in the Old Testament. Look at the preface in your Bible. It will note that the name yod heh vav -Heh has been edited to Lord. And that is one thing we, you know, we know that there are other uh, thoughts or opinions on this. We judge no one at all. This is just from us sitting and digging into this, what we have noticed. And uh, I'll let you read the James 2, 7 through 10, but... It, we do feel um, from our research into this and prayer and and it is, like I said, just all of this is just our gleaning. And if it helps you glean something, that's what we're hoping for. We absolutely are not judging you. The Torah does that and we don't judge the Torah. We are not capable of that. So if I were to judge you, I would be judging the Torah. And that is not anything that I want to do. I'm just letting you know. Shalom, Chris. So glad to see you. Um, I'm just letting you know, this is my take on this. When I'm, and we are, you know, it says to, to swear our oath on Yahuwah for he is, he is our father. You know, he is our creator. So I'll let you read James. Sorry. <laughs> James 2, 7 through 10. Do not they blaspheme that worthy name by the which ye are called. If you fulfill the royal mitzvah according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. 
ye do well. But if ye have respect of persons, ye commit sin and are convicted by the Torah as transgressors. Mm. By whosoever shall guard the whole Torah and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. That's why we say we are definitely not here to judge. We love all of our neighbors the same, but we are to to use, I feel, uh, when we're swearing an oath. And if we are swearing the oath to Yahweh's name, it should be Yahweh's name, not the title. You know, and so important to not overlook one or the other. You know, there's plenty of rules out there. Don't commit murder. Don't steal. Don't commit adultery. But if you're doing one of the smaller underlooked <laughs> commands, you're still guilty. So that's why we wanted to present this today, just so everyone is aware that there is such an importance to the names that we speak, the words and the oaths that we take. Mm -hmm. And and even the part in the beginning when we were talking about cursing, using um the Yah's name in vain and cursing, you know, or even frivolently just using his name as an exclamation. Um, we are, that is absolutely, people act like that's no big deal. You hear certain curse words that they say on TV, you know, the, the GD, that is like their favorite thing to say now. And, and even though, you know, we try to use, uh, the names now that's still they're meaning that against him you know and it's not a little infraction it's a huge infraction we you know absolutely the most vile of the cuss words if you ask me to to go there and that's the of tv and cinema that's the favorite one and it's why we we don't have cable and we don't watch <laughs> we don't go to the movies we i don't want to hear it I just, I don't want to be subjected at all. Yeah, I mean, that's how Hollywood is neutralizing our minds. And at the same time, that's how they get away with mocking our father and son. It is. You know, those words are easy to say. Everybody says them. You know, it's cool to say. It, it's so common that it just it slips out without you even realizing. And that's just where we've come, you know. Just think of how many times it takes to make a habit of something. How many times have you heard a profane cuss word or even said it yourself? Surely that has created a habit in your mind. And so it's so important to break that habit if you're still struggling with that. Yeah, because we're surrounded by principalities, right? And they are watching us constantly. And if they see you slip up in any way, boom, they're right in there, right? Mm -hmm. You know? It makes such a difference, you know, when we just had our normal cable or watched your everyday movies, you were surrounded by, you know, I don't couldn't even count how many F words and everything else in the book. And it just almost starts to build up in you and then spills out, even if you don't intend it. And so we have made a diligent effort to refrain from those things, to get that out of our life. And it has made such a huge difference to not be around that to where now when we hear it, it is like nails on a chalkboard. It's just painful. And we're so thankful that we have cast that out of our lives uh, and our ears. Post to what Chris said, that's absolutely right. And, and that is what we're saying. We are, <laughs> we are all guilty. Hallelujah for Yahusha and his undeserving love for us. 
that is exactly what we're talking about. Amen. Um, yay, Shell is here. We prayed for you, Shell, and we sure hope that you're feeling better. Uh, much love to you. So let's go on to the next one. Is this me? Sure. So Numbers 31 through 2. And Moshe spoke unto the heads of the tribes concerning the children of Yasharel, saying, This is the thing which Yahweh has commanded. If a man vow a vow unto Yahweh or swears seven oaths to bind his soul with a bond, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. I even think, and James may not like this, but I even think this means if you say you're going to take the trash out, you should take the trash out. Yeah, we are all guilty of making broken promises, big or small. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I heard someone say one time, you know, yes, I'll, I'll sweep or vacuum the kitchen. Well, if you promise to do that, you don't need to just get the corner and the obvious dirt on the ground. You need to get the whole thing. Get underneath the, the, the table. best effort you can. Do it for Yahuwah because that's really the promise you're making is to him. So mm -hmm. next time you do make a promise, you know, it may not just be to your spouse or your children. It's also to Yahuwah. So keep that in mind. It is. And and we forget that. I was I never understood that growing up, that if I said I was going to do something like mow the yard or help my mother with laundry, that that meant I should give as much care and concern to doing it for her as I would if I was doing it directly for the father. Right. You know, just like Robert said in his mercy poured forth earlier this week, you know, to receive blessings, we must bless others. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we don't want a half blessing because we only did a halfway job, things like that. So I, I also can kind of relate that to a blessing, right? an oath. So in Matthew 5, 33 through 37, again, you have, ye have heard that it has been said by them of old time, you shall not forswear yourself but shall perform unto Yahweh your oaths. But I say unto you, swear not falsely, neither by heaven, for it is Elohim's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Neither shall you swear by your head, because you cannot make one hair white or black, but let your communication be yea, yea, nay, nay, for whatsoever is more than these comes of evil. And that's exactly what Euphrasia was referencing, or Ten was referencing earlier, was let your yes be yes and your no be no. And this basically, you know, I've, I've even had friends or family say to me, I swear on my so-and-so, you know, I swear on my mother's grave, which you that's really bad. You know, but you hear people say swear on whatever um, and we shouldn't do that. We absolutely shouldn't do that. It's <laughs> Your almost, communication should just be yes or no, period. It's almost yes, more of a no. joke or obviously they're not taking it serious. They don't know what they're promising. They don't know what they're entailing. And, you know, that's a serious oath to take. Intention. Which, exactly. Yeah. So the next way that we want to present on taking the name in vain 
is claiming to be a child of Yahuwah and not living like a child of Yahuwah. We did this. We, we were these people a while ago before we started on this path. I'm just going to say that we're, we claim that we, I mean, we understand and accept and have uh, repented for this, but it, it was a big one to put on here for us. Yeah. I mean, putting on your Sunday best for an hour or two a week, you know, is not how you fulfill that promise of being a child of Yah. Day and night, you need to meditate on him. It's mm. it's so important that he's always in your mind and your thoughts. And in turn, he's going to be in your words and in your mouth. And your actions, mm -hmm. right? Does that not mean you are taking Yahweh's name in vain? Is that a false pretense? I think so. Can you say you are a brain surgeon and go perform surgery if you never went to medical school? You could try, but I bet you would end up in a lot of hot water and possibly in jail. People would accuse you of being a fraud. Is that how Yahweh sees us when we claim we are his children, but we aren't walking in his commandments, nor walking out life as the example given to us by Yahusha, while staying to the narrow path? As we saw in Strong's coordinates, that vain in Hebrew or shav also can mean deceit, deceitful, deception, false, falsehood, and lies. Ooh, because that's what you're doing, I think. I mean, uh, as looking at how I was, I was definitely um, lying when I said I was a child of, of Yah and I wasn't doing anything for him at all. I might have prayed at night, you know, said a quick prayer, um, but the rest of my day was spent worrying um, and working and worrying and worrying about everything and taking responsibility for every part of my life and giving nothing to him um, at all. So I was definitely living in deception. Go to church on Sunday for an hour and then go eat out and go shopping and come home and, you know, ugh, just... It was it was a horrible way to exist. We were so miserable. There was nothing um, that could fulfill our lives and make us feel happy, even though we had two great jobs, uh, could go anywhere we wanted to. We were miserable um, just because we absolutely were not walking in his commandments. We were not on the narrow path. And honestly, we couldn't have found it with the spotlight at that time. <laughs> well, and we weren't fulfilling the promise he gave for us. You know, we weren't living like we should, like we could, like he wants us to. You know, so many people of faith kind of have the blinders on to where when they look at themselves, they say, well, I guess I'm guilty for not praying enough or not reading the Bible enough. Well, of course we probably are, but you know, there's so many other deeper issues that we're all guilty of. So we need to look at that. Mm -hmm. Chris had a great comment and we totally agree with this. Keep the Sabbath day holy. This is how we know we believe in the true Yahusha, I believe. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's what we meant by keeping his commandments because the Sabbath day is the day to keep it holy, not uh, the Sunday worship. But that never brought any anything to our lives 
Well, and just like he spoke in his show out of Africa yesterday, it's a sign between us and him. And it was an amazing show. If you haven't seen it, Mm -hmm. check out Out of Africa, part seven on Hebrews. Uh, He goes into some wonderful details on the importance Uh of Shabbat. So good. And and that was the first thing we changed uh, in our lives and on our walk was to realize the the keeping the sabbath and the true name actually the true names was first but then keeping the sabbath was right there with it it just came into uh our understanding pretty quickly uh yes nina good to see you shalom you yeah you might want to rewind to the beginning it's it's uh we're probably about halfway through a little over halfway through uh, going through taking Yahweh's name in vain. But we are so glad you're here and Shalom. Glad you're here. You know, I think when we realized there were true names that needed to be spoken mm. and there was a Shabbat that we needed to be partic- participating in, eating clean, you know, it's it's like feeling left out. Like you just realized your entire life, you just missed out on all of that. So <laughs> the feast. of course you, you don't want to go back to that. Uh, and it was such a blessing once we started and have never stopped. We won't ever look back. You know, no, there is no so going amazing. back. So Psalms 139, 19, 19 and 20. Surely you will slay the wicked. O Eloah, depart from me. Therefore, you bloody men. For they speak against you wickedly, and your enemies take your name in vain. To me, that is that is not at all walking on the narrow path. And that when you are, let's see, depart therefore, you bloody men, for they speak against you wickedly. They're literally speaking wickedly against Yahweh. So definitely. And just like going back to Abraham, you know, his seed will be blessed, but those that curse his seed will be cursed. That's right. So this is a great example of that. Mm-hmm. You know, the words that you speak can directly bring blessing or a curse on your life and future Others. generations. Yes. And Shell uh, has brought that up a few times too, talking about the generational curses. Um, it definitely affects, and, and I can attest to that, it affects down the line. Ooh, this is a big one. If we are keeping pagan holidays and traditions of man, celebrations and honoring of man in the world, while calling it worship of Yahuwah, is that the same thing as taking Yahuwah's name in vain? Matthew 15, 8 through 9. This people draws nigh unto me with their mouth and honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Mm. We can see that all throughout church and religion, all the deceptions and the lies that we've been taught. Uh, That's one thing that just caused us to want to dig deep and find out the correct way of living because we realized we were deceived. Not spoon fed, just 
a verse here and a verse there that's completely out of context. You know, now I realize from digging in, um, James and I um, read uh, a book out of the Bible uh, every couple of days. We try to get through a whole book every couple of days. Um, we had started on the Besora at the middle of summer, maybe. Um, and we just got through James. So. It's important to keep that scripture in your mind all mm -hmm. the time. Right. Jeremiah 23, 16. Thus says Yahuwah Sevaoth, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you. They make you vain. They speak a vision of their own heart and not of their own mouth of Yahuwah. Mm. Enoch 59, 5. But when the time shall come, then the power, the punishment, and the judgment, which Yahuwah Sevaoth has prepared for those who prostrate themselves to the judgment of righteousness, for those who abjure or renounce that judgment, and for those who take his name in vain. Mm. In Proverbs 38 through 9. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me the food convenient for me, lest I be full and deny you. And say, who is Yahuwah? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my Elohim in vain. Amen. And that's what I was trying to say is uh, a lot of times when we are in the church, we don't dig completely in, you know. Uh, who is Yahweh, or lest I be poor and still and take the name of my Elohim in vain. Uh, feed me the food convenient for me. The word is given to you in a convenient manner instead mm -hmm. of the, the depth of what it should be. I don't want it to be convenient for me. I don't want it to fit what I think it should be. I want it to be what Yahweh wants it to be. And I don't ever want to be guilty of taking his name in vain because I've picked and choose out of his word, you know. Well, and that's the amazing thing that we've realized is no matter what we're reading at what time of the year, whatever's going on in our life, that very word that we choose to read speaks to us on the topic at hand. It pertains. Uh, it's, it's always alive. It always will will speak to you in your own personal way. And so and that's why <laughs> it's important to dig in line by line. You know, don't be spoon fed. We want to get off the milk and onto the meat. Mm -hmm. No picking and choosing here. Chris says here, I hope all the church of Yah gets this message today. We do too. We pray for that daily. We really do. Um, grew up in the church. Our family uh, is still in the church and we pray this message hits uh, open ears, open, softened hearts and, and eyes that are ready to see because we know how important this is. Mm -hmm. What can we do to avoid breaking the third commandment? How can we always be respectful to the name of yod heh our creator and father, the name above all names, our Yahweh? So Jeremiah 9, 24 but let him that glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am Yahweh, which exercise loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, says Yahweh. So he delights in loving kindness 
and righteousness. He delights in us guarding our mouth. <laughs> Proverbs twenty two eleven. He that loves pureness of heart for the grace of his lips, the king shall be his friend. He that loves pureness of heart. It's impossible to have that and to submit yourself to watching the garbage that's on television and on social media for the most part. I am so thankful for YouTube and the, the avenues that we have to reach the four corners. Um, and at least in there, you can choose what you watch, unlike a television when you turn it on and you're stuck with whatever's on there. But Yahweh loves the pureness of heart. So we've got to do the things that we have to do to be able to keep that pureness of heart. And that includes for your children and your family, if you can. Uh, Galatians 5, 26. And I'm sure everyone is very familiar with this, but I can never say it enough. But the fruit of the Ruach is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and against such there is no law put in place, and they that are and they that are Yahusha Hamashiachs have crucified the flesh with the afflictions and lusts. If we live in the Ruach, let us also walk in the Ruach. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. And in our walking in the word and on the tribes, 12 tribes in the body systems last week, we really dove into a lot of those and envying was mine um, that we discussed. And boy, envying is one of the one of the most deadly sins you can commit, I really feel, because it allows every other sin to jump in and manifest out of you. And how it can physically take over your body and other organs. It was really amazing to see the the power envy has in one's life. I think all of the, the works of the flesh, all of those can, can destroy your health Mm -hmm. as they destroy your heart. But, you know, just think if you're living these fruits of the spirit, what's going to come out of your mouth? You know, Mm -hmm. it's going to be worthy holy and in truthful truth. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to have that hatred and uh, malice, all that anger and resentment. If you're embodying these fruits of the spirit, right? You can't be taking his name in vain when you're, when you're being and exhibiting the fruit of the Ruach. Mm-hmm. There's just no way. <laughs> First Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of Yahuwah, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in Yahuwah. You know, it's so important that we do all things for him, for the glory of Yah. Mm -hmm. And that way we will know that our efforts are not in vain, that we're not speaking his name in vain, or we're living in vain. Right. Give him the glory for every good thing. You know, and as we saw earlier, even just living a deceitful life, if we're pretending to be something that we're not, that very well can be vain also. Just another form. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 3, 1 through 7. 
My son, forget not my Torah, but let your heart guard my commandments for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them about your neck. Write them upon the table of your heart. So shall you find favor and good understanding in the sight of Elohim and man. Trust in El Yahuwah with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. But not wise in your own eyes, fear Yahuwah and depart from evil. Amen. I think that verse says it all. You know, if we put our trust in our eyes towards him, he will guide us in the right direction. Right. And the Torah and his commandments and the guarding of them. If we're doing that and, and we're keeping them, you know, bound to us so that we don't forget, we we wake up with it with them on our mind um, they let we let them guide our hands, um, our work, our words that we speak out of our mouth. Um, there's no way you can stumble if you're, and and I think that's why this is so important and and repeatedly over and over that we should let no mercy and truth forsake us. Bind them about your neck, write them upon the table of your heart. Keep that's the closest clo place to you is to keep him in your heart. So you, you're you not going to stumble. You're not. And if you feel that you are, you've got that that right there. You've got Yahweh right there to keep a hold of you so that you don't. You know, we have to give him our everything every day. You know, get up and say, you've got me. Um, everything I do is for your glory. And I accept you guiding my life every single day. Yeah, it's so important. You know, Torah, if you're not familiar with that term, very well is changed to law in most translations. Torah may not be the law of the land anymore, but it is the law of oh, the yeah, creator. And mm -hmm. above all, that's way more important than any man-made law that we have to deal with in our society today. You know, it may put you in a lifetime of jail on earth, but obeying the, the law of our father, you know, that's going to be much bigger blessings or consequences if we don't obey to that. Right. You know, we're to love Yahweh with all our heart, mind, and soul, and with all of ourselves, and love our neighbor as ourselves. And those are the two most important commandments. And when you are doing those to your fullest ability every day, all day long, you're going to be keeping everything else the same way, I do believe. Well, that was it for our presentation. We hope that this blessed you, that these verses we shared, they were such a blessing to us to come across them. You know, there's more than one way to take a name in vain, his there name is. in vain. You know, obviously it can be through a cursing. It can be through an oath or promise or just through the Broken. deception mm -hmm. of trying to be somebody we're not. Right. Um, so it's or worshiping him with the ways of the land. Exactly. You know? So many different ways. Calling yourself a child of Yah when you're not behaving as such. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we do want to thank everybody that joined us or that watches this later on. We love all the participation in the groups. 
We're so thankful for Heart of the Tribe and what we're trying to do here, build the kingdom. Mm -hmm. We do want to share an updated schedule with you. We've got a new show starting next week with Nitsa Moche, and that is going to be Remnant Remedy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. in the U.K., very much looking forward to what she's bringing to our lineup and our tribe. You know, she's got a lot of knowledge on the, the body systems uh, as well as oils, medicinal medicines. So we're so excited to have her join us every Wednesday. The oils to the olive top mm -hmm. uh, body system by Dr. Monzo. They fit together. Just wonderful. Her, her website's pretty amazing as well. There's lots in there i think that's remnant remedy so we also wanted to share one quick thing uh, which is our store we've been working and revamping uh, and we started this collection for the for the feasts not just the fall feast but it will be uh for all the feasts and um there's some neat stuff in there i'm going to be adding stuff daily did we, we didn't have that in the comments, did we? The store link. I don't know if we were able to get it to take into the. I'll put it in. Okay. And blessings to you and Chris and Rin Tin Tin and everyone here, Nina and everyone else. We're just so glad uh, everyone came to watch with us uh, and pray with us. We're praying for you. Um, you and yours and tomorrow morning I will be on Mercy Ford Forth. I believe I am going to be bringing a word about encouragement and uh, how we get that from Yahweh. So I pray that you'll meet with me in the morning while I go over that and tomorrow afternoon like the schedule said uh, Blood of the Lamb Ministries will be on with Brother Lee and Sister Catherine, and we look very forward to their presentation. And that is. And then it let's for talk us. Torah on Shabbat, oh, yeah. ten a.m. That's going to be Brother Lee Hood and Robert Wagner. Mm -hmm. Lots of deep insight always for that show. We look forward to it, and we're just so thankful that you joined us today. We hope that you come back, and we will see you next week. Mm -hmm. Shalom. Shalom. Though I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death, evil's all around. It's coming from the right and the left. Trust that I will see the glory above. Oh, your banner of love. Eyes over me Between the river and the ravens I'm fed Between the baby and the blazes I'm led So Father give me faith